We're back. It's an episode of Sideline Sodas Podcast. It's August 2nd. You thought you got rid of us, but nope, we're back. We got Dame Watch Update, Women's World Cup, College Football Realignment, our favorite segment, the MLB Pitch Clock. We got to rank the MLB NFL throwback uniforms. And we got some other news in the second half. Running backs, they got a tough deal. Joe Burrow and other training camp news, happy hour heroes and zeros. We got a lot to get into, a lot to catch up on, so let's get into it. Yeah. Tell them that story you were telling me. And now for our feature presentation. So right off the bat here, wanna apologize for a longer intended gap between the, the intended gap between the podcasts. We were fi- trying to figure out a time to record the next one after the last one, and Kyle was insistent, "Hey, let's wait until the day the Dame to Miami news finally comes out." <laughs> He's like, "It's going to be any day now, and that way we can get our reactions, get my reaction, we can get it uploaded the next morning. It'll be nice and fresh." And Luke and I were like, "Yeah, okay, sounds like a good plan," but then eventually the days became weeks and luke and i were like how do we tell him like and so we finally were like kyle you know this may never happen we got (laughs) the show must go on so the days turned into weeks and the week turned into a month it's been so long and dame's still not here i got a quick little game for you guys you guys know it is uh (laughs) everyone listening it's august 2nd so it is day 42 of dame watch oh my god so, uh, oh my god, I got a little game for us to play. These are, uh, I'm gonna name an event, a historical event, and you tell me if it's lasted longer or oh, shorter no. than Dame Watch. Uh, let's start with a good one Kim Kardashian's first marriage. Oh, longer god. or shorter than Dame Watch? Got, gotta be shorter. Yeah, I'm gonna go shorter. Gotta be shorter. Correct. It was, oh it was 72 hours. Was that the Humphreys? No, her first one. Oh, my bad. Really, though, Humphreys was 72 days. All right. Well, we might have to play again in another month. <laughs> the world's longest traffic jam. Uh, oh, my God. Shorter? We got longer. It was sh- shorter. How many days? Thir- 13 days. God bless. In China. Well, I mean... 95 in the summer is just one big traffic jam. That is true. That's fair. Yeah, actually. All right, let's go. The Cuban Missile Crisis. Oh, I was hoping. Oh, shorter. (laughs) Definitely shorter. What about Christopher Columbus's voyage to America? Oh, God. He's only coming from England. Uh, I'm going to say that this has been... Longer. Longer. Yep. 42 days is less than two months. Yep. But 
Dame Watch. Are you kidding me? Now, now America to England, he probably could have done quicker because he would have had the wind in the Gulf Stream. Yep, but Dame Watch isn't over yet, so maybe we'll have to play this game in a couple weeks. Welfare check on you, Kyle. What the hell? What the hell? Dude, I don't. I'm so freaking the point. You guys see on Twitter, I'm just like, yeah. Every day, I'm just slightly going more and more insane. It's so, hard to watch. As, I read as this, a friend, it's this, hard to watch. And then, did you see that the NBA came out and they're like, they will punish players for like withholding paying if they like, because you know all that stuff started. And he was saying, if you trade me somewhere else, I just won't play. Then the NBA has to get involved. Like, well, if you don't play, there's going to be repercussions or whatever. It's just I don't understand what what more. And I read this thing that like Tyler Hero's value isn't what like the, the Trailblazers believe his value. I don't get that. I think his value is way more than their potential. He's a six. What? He, he, yeah, Bubble I was fraud. reading this. I, I read that article, and then Bubble I also fraud. read this thing that people said that the Heat got better in the playoffs because Hero wasn't playing. Yeah, what are you talking about? Tyler well, he's talking about the fraud. sixth man of the year, former sixth man of the year. And what you put him and Maxi, who's apparently an all God team now, NBA. Yeah. Player, they have the same stat line, except for Tyler Hero has done it in the finals. In the bubble, bubble finals. Yeah. Bubble and Mickey Mouse. Oh. Mickey Mouse year. Dude, I mean, Tyler Hero Mickey averages 17 and a half points a game. I mean, that's not nothing. I mean, he's a sixth man. That's what he is. He I can't believe. 20 points a game this year. Yeah, I can't believe that he that people are sleeping on his value and also I mean I guess his contract's a little ridiculous, but not really, not not for the money that the NBA's been giving out. I mean they just they, whatever. I am not whatever. A, but we have um, a hero. I think the Blazers are right. Fine. I think the Blazers are right about Hero's value. I don't if, if, if he's gonna be a hero, package fine, piece, but I don't get the point. Why do you want Maxi over Hero? It's the same player. Yeah, I don't get that. Well, I think if the anything, contract there, Hero's right? had Maxie's more just, production this year. Yeah, Maxie's more reliable. He says he's gonna do something, he does it. Hero, you know, kind of flaky. I mean, he shot 37% from three this year, too. I mean, I just it's not, and it's also not like they're trying straight up game for Hero. I mean, he's part of a package. I just can't believe that like there's no, like, how much longer do we have to pretend that the trade like the trade's gonna happen? It might take till the finals of this year, but it's gonna happen. I My issue is is I can't. I want to watch that Heat team. I want I mean, to I watch, but Jimmy Butler and Damian Lillard. Go out there and light it up. I want. That. I hope so. I hope it. Do- I hope it does happen. And I hope Hero's included in the end because I want to see him exiled to Portland. That is exile. I'd like to it see how he changes wardrobe when he lives in Portland. He's going to get mugged so hard. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> yeah, his first day wearing that, that furry bucket hat and someone's just going to take everything. Yeah, yeah they're I, not. I hope, I hope it happens. They're not having that. Um, I don't know. I just think it's it's wild that here we are in day 42. Um, and it's it doesn't feel – it feels like the NBA universe knows it's going to happen, but they just – like, it's almost like the Trailblazers are just toying with them. And I also think it's, it's a negative for the fr- the Trailblazers franchise. Like, Dame with all this, I'll stay here, like, I've got your back, and you decided not to build. Well, yeah, you got to let him go. I mean, 
My yeah. problem is like Joe Cronin is just that kid who took his ball and went home because he didn't seriously, seriously. And from what I've read, it doesn't even sound like they're on the phone talking about it right now. It just yeah, sounds like some... it's. I mean, the league's on vacation. But like yeah, sometimes it, it just sometimes when you love something, you gotta let it go. And yeah, and also like wouldn't. Let, I guess let, maybe let him go, Portland. Let yeah. him go to Miami. Yeah, I guess it'd be tough for Trailblazers fans to watch him go down to Miami win a title. I guess that would be a little hard. But you know, I, I think it's ridiculous it's, and it it needs to happen. Yeah. It needs to happen. But and and also needs to happen to make the NBA like come back up in the news cycle because there's not really anything you know going on. So Yeah, it is the off season. Yeah. Uh, I, I was reading something about like the last three weeks of July, which pretty far with the world, everyone goes on like no, everyone goes on vacation. Yeah, like, I saw Pat Bev was over in Greece with uh, Sabonis and some other guys, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, fingers crossed for you, Kyle. Things yeah. are crossed. It would. It needs to happen. It's been disappointing that it hasn't happened yet. Speaking of disappointing. Women's World Cup. The Women's World Cup. I'm oh, gonna lead this off. I didn't know I'm we were gonna going lead it there. off. Yeah, I can't believe that Carly Lloyd can sit up there and just bash them. The way she's right. I'm not saying she's wrong. I'm not saying she's wrong. I'm just saying, like the, the whole team. I mean, pretty much the whole team is the team that you won a World Cup with, and it's just like. You gotta have some respect for it. Also, they're a, well, dis- they're a disappointment, right? I think now. that gives her more reason to be the... able to call them out because she knows their potential and they're not true. Living. Well, true. I just feel like part of the problem so is harsh. part of the problem is it's the team she won the World Cup with. Carly Lloyd's not on that team because she retired because she was like, "I've had a great career, but it's time to let the younger players step up." True. And they haven't and they have really. It's it feels like a much. Like the city, the floor is still better because it feels like we're just watching the U.S. men's national team. It does attempt to get out of group stage in the World Cup. Like that's yeah, kind of what like the shit out of score. People. We're tying yeah. everyone, but you know you have they haven't. It's the same sort of deal a couple years back when the U.S. men's national team they didn't qualify for the World Cup because they had too much of the old guard sticking around. You still had Michael Bradley in the midfield. You saw Bradley in the midfield, who was clearly washed. You it took them years. It took them like five years to find to land on Matt Turner as their goalkeeper because Timmy Howard just stayed around so long and they lost kind of a generation of keepers who never really got a chance to show what they could do. I just think it's fascinating how like the the way that the media is being so hard on him is very much because the expectation is they were the expectation, and correct me if I'm wrong, is they were going to go in and roll everyone. I mean everyone. It didn't matter if they had to play with four people. They were going to beat everybody they played. And honestly, I thought they were going to lose against Sweden. I mean, I, I honestly, they should have lost against Sweden. And I just – and you know what else pisses me off about it a little bit too is – They haven't out- played Sweden yet. Sorry. Uh, Portugal. Who, Port- no, they, the game they, before they beat, that. They beat – the they one tied the Netherlands one one. Netherlands, sorry, they Netherlands, Netherlands one one. Um, one of those Nordic countries. Um, but what also pisses me off is like the the celebrating for a tie, and like singing and jumping around and and like I guess it. 
I don't know. I mean, I've obviously never put on a stage like that, but it does feel like they're okay with being mediocre. I mean, it does kind of feel that way. That would have been like, I don't know. I felt like that opportunity right there was like that championship DVD moment. Like where you go back in the locker room and you're like, that was bullshit. Like we, we just tied, we should have killed them. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't mean they're not going to win. It's just like, that was one of those moments that felt like that, that could have been the turning point. Like, Right, tie that really kind of like poked the giant, but it doesn't seem. It that wasn't. Way. It doesn't seem. It there doesn't seem to be as much fight. I mean, it just doesn't. I mean, well, I don't and, know. And the re- the reality is, some of the the coach, the coach has just done a poor job. Vlado, he's clearly not up for it. Clearly not up for the task. I think it's a poorly constructed roster. You have the amount of t- the amount of young talent you have that just isn't getting on the pitch. I don't, for the life of me, I can't understand why Rapino is on this roster, let alone playing. Minutes. I agree. Like she had a great career. She's washed. I mean, she was the worst player on the field when she came on. It was, she just doesn't have it anymore. Well, and she, she is married to the person with the greatest sports career of all time. So let's remember that. <laughs> yeah, that, that aside, that shows that's that her fine. taste in judgment is just not there anymore. She should have hung it's, it up years ago. Right, just, but that's part of your job as a coach is to say, hey, because you want your athletes to always think they can do it. And it's yeah. time to hang it up. It's like, like Alex, uh, you know, Alex it feels Morgan is definitely on the downslope of her career at this absolutely. point. It hasn't been to the and same degree, wise. but it feels like they're using it as a farewell tour for her. And it's like, hey, this is a World Cup. This right. is a World like, Cup. This is not a farewell. Like this is, we get one of these every four years. Like, come yeah. on. Like who? I, the best people need to be on the pitch at all times. So I, I don't know, but I hope well, you know. In a month, we have to and, come back and eat all of our words, and they win it. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I want them to win it. They're not. It's this team is not unless they to. really figure some shit out, and it doesn't look like they particularly care. I'm no, because it just around. looks like this like cockiness that's carried over from yeah, all their other the winning, game. like with with the Morgan and Rapino kind of regime, it just looks like it's infecting the younger generation. It does, right? It and does. I agree with that. It's like look, locker room poison to even have them around anymore. They're it's so focused like on everything but soccer. You know, we're not getting into the polit- like politics of everything, but yeah, they no, just no. are very. They're very focused on everything off the pitch, not on it. Right, I just and this is not conducive to win a World Cup. It's they're not. they're too focused on wearing their fancy blazers into the games and wearing what they're wearing to the games and how they're looking before the games I've, and how they talk I've, to the media. Like they're not focused on playing and winning. I've right. no pro- I've no problem with that, but you have to go out and kick ass if you do that, and they haven't done that. Like you can do that, you have to back it. When they did it, it in it. the last World Cup, it was awesome because they were killing right, it on and off, won. and this time. They're only doing it one way. Yeah, and you're dancing. You're dancing after a zero-zero tie against Portugal, where you were two inches away from going home. Yeah, no, I the, the dancing after a tie is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Also, if that ball doesn't hit the post, the U.S. is go, doesn't make it out of the group. Wouldn't that be a narrative? Wouldn't that be a narrative right now on TV? Oh my gosh! What I what I will say is good is they're getting. They're getting this equal treatment, and I'm just going to leave it. I think that's like 
the men's team gets this a lot. It wasn't happening, but by the way, win solves all. So yeah, winning. Well, yeah, the men's team, like you mentioned, it's weird that it was kind of crazy to see Carly Lloyd ripping on him. There's been plenty of former U.S. men's, men's teams team players oh, who have yeah. been on TV and just ripped on the entire program and, you know, how they're playing. I think it was justified in that case. I think it was justified in this case. Mm-hmm. The, you can't just roll the ball out and win. You have to put in the work, and it. they're not playing cohesive. They're not – it just – the focus yeah. is in. Just, I don't disagree. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. I agree. Let's get up across the board. What are we feeling? Thumbs up, thumbs down. I think. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, I think they're not they're... thumbs down. I, I don't think it's gonna. I don't think they're gonna do it. Yep. I so mean, three thumbs they need down. Divine intervention to figure this out and like. You know, but you know what they're doing in that locker room. Hey, ignore it, ignore it. But it's like, why? Like, there's there's clearly – I just can't get over so I – mean, and I don't care what the game is. It's not, a tie, it's not a reason to be, like, jumping around celebrating. Like, I, I yeah. don't know. But the, the reality is – I mean, I guess is, if it was, like, the U.S. men's team tying Argentina. And they're not there. <laughs> they, have, yeah. they have the talent in that room to win it. Absolutely. The issue Absolutely is do. the coaching is not good enough to the coaching is not good enough to come up with a solution for this. The coaching is probably a big part of the reason for this. And so if the coaching isn't there, you need the veteran leaders to step up. But the issue is that's part of this the veterans are too veteran. They're too old. They're not leaders. You know right. they haven't done a good job. You really you need someone like, like Sophie Smith to kind of step into that leadership role, but keeping these older players who aren't playing at a high enough level to begin with around kind of inhibits her ability to assume that mantle and kind of, you know, lead the team. Cause she has the skill and the talent to kind of rally the troops, but right. you know, you get the younger players, they're naturally going to defer to these older players who are a big part of the reason now why we're in this mess. Yeah, it's kind of like the circle of life, and they're just holding on to that last stage. They just don't want to give it up, which is like you said, it's prohibiting the younger guys from developing. And I don't, I don't blame them from for trying to hold on to it. Like that's what you do as an athlete. You never want the games to end. Of course, you want to play in the World Cup, but when you have a just poor coaching, weak coaching staff that's not going to build the roster the right way, it's it's a mess. It but just says a lot when, at the end of the game, you didn't play a good game. You almost lost. And the coach decides to respond to Carly Lloyd instead of taking any accountability for them not coming ready. Also, like, let's fire that dude and see if Carly Lloyd wants to do the job. Oh, well, she, I, she'd have them in shape. Dude, I yeah. also think the she would knock are... this. She would knock this nonsense right out of them. I think the culture would be better. I don't think there's any debate about that. Yeah. I think I think we're going to be a first. We are the first Carly Lloyd pro putter in position. Like, yeah, put, I, put I, I think it would be great. I think it would be great. If, I, if I this do. doesn't get if this doesn't get turned around, fire the coach. See if yeah. Carly Lloyd wants to do it. We're a Carly I mean, Lloyd podcast. One hundred percent. We are a we are a Carly Lloyd podcast. American hero. We are American, yeah. American hero. hero. Carly Lloyd. Speaking of fantastic um, career, some might say the one of the greatest careers. 
Other people would disagree. Other people would disagree. Other people would disagree. Others very much so would disagree. Um, no real transition here, but college football is a mess. Oh, so yeah. Uh, well, we we could have done speaking of messes. Oh, damn it. I got to get back in the swing That's of things That's why we leave here. the transitions to Henry. That's <laughs> why. But, uh... So, anyway, speaking of messes, how, how long? How long? How long till we get a super conference? How long till Alabama goes? All right, I'm gonna go get ten teams. We're gonna be done with it. Over under well, uh, 2024. Yeah, I would. I would. It, it, probably, I mean, it's gonna happen. Just look at now. I'm reading this right now. Big, the Big Ten's gonna go get Oregon, Washington, California, Cal, and Stanford. See, I don't believe. I mean, these are there's a That's lot of it. rumors. The, the, the Pac-12 is over. I mean, it's done. Start starting with what we know for a fact, as reported months ago as a possibility on this podcast. Colorado has left the oh, Pac-12 yeah. to join the Big 12. That's what's mm-hmm. kicked off this entire round. Sideline Sodas listeners knew this was a possibility. Yeah. I think that's wild. For, I mean, and um. Uh, Dean's been having all those health issues and everything. So I hope Dean's all right. But I think that's, I think that's, I can't because of the media deals and we're basically going to play on ESPN, the Ocho. I mean, they weren't, you know, they were going to be so irrelevant. It was ridiculous. But, you know, also like everyone, the, like, the you're telling me Apple TV? Yeah. Well, I was just going to say that. that. Apple TV the is, that is the, the, base, the base amount of money offered in that deal was reportedly too low, considerably lower than the Pac-12. Oh, yeah, Apple, Apple TV, TV was like, hey, if you hit if you hit these subscribers numbers, then you can get more money added on. You know, you hit the incentives. Yeah. The yeah and how much of that are, is actually going to pay Messi, too? Yeah. All of it. The Pac-12 <laughs> schools aren't going to go for that. It's just a Ponzi scheme to pay Messi. Yeah. That's how Larry Scott sold Pac-12 Network, which has been a disaster to them. Yeah. It he said, here's the low projection on subscribers, the medium and the high, and this is how much money you'll make. And they didn't even hit the low projection. Well, even that too, but their biggest market, their two biggest or their one of their biggest market teams, USC, had their own network. Right. They weren't even a part of the deal. So well, they're see, gone. They're in the big ten. Yeah, I yeah, I know, but they didn't even their media deal, they still own their network. Like they, the, they still own the rights to their to their games. The issue is the reason the Pac twelve is in this mess to begin with is on average less people from those fan bases care less you know i mean they have great fan bases but on average countrywide less people care to watch or and the only time that people so do watch how is many when people they're going to care enough to pay extra money no. to get an apple tv subscription no. with the no. pac 12 add on and and not to mention the pac 12 college games will come on till what midnight Oh, I mean, yeah, if, well, that's... if you if you live on the West Coast, it's prime time. <laughs> it's prime time. But they don't yeah. care. I think it's interesting, and I just think we're inching closer and closer. And I saw the FSU is going to go to the Big Twelve. Is that where they're going to go? Big then FSU won't go to the Big. T- FSU will go to the Big Ten. Big or Ten. SEC. Yeah, because Bobby Bowden said it best. He said, uh, "Our easiest path is not joining the SEC." No, hell no. And it's Hell still no. you don't don't come down here, Florida State. You'll be the well, rock letter. And Clemson too. It's just like the ACC is going to be a mess too. Well, I I mean, what people are saying and what's actually going to happen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, money. Clemson make, first of all, Clemson is make, Clemson makes no sense for the Big Ten. They're not going to do Zero. that. Zero Florida sense. State. Florida State. They would do if they had a good partner for them. The two school. I mean, the one school the Big Ten really wants that it doesn't have already is Notre Dame, and that's its own separate issue. Yeah. Good luck getting. I just don't Notre Dame with their NBC deal and everything. I just why why would they? Well, do but it? NBC no. has the over UVA too. Because right, NBC UV, has, UVA has that nobody has a foothold in Virginia yet. That's true. But the the I mean, if you made the Big Ten, if they should their wish list, it would be Notre Dame, UNC, UVA, Oregon, Washington. Yeah, and the SEC wants UVA, and they want Clemson. Right. You don't think they want? No, I was gonna I say like, why Arizona and Arizona State. I know they're gonna go, probably go to the Big Twelve, big, but no. It's not a big enough market for yeah the big, because they're why even why that. mess with that yeah well and also I mean big, Washington's not that giant the, of a market yeah well the Big Ten and that's the issue that's going to be the hang up on all this stuff is the Big Ten is currently paying out its members seventy million dollars a year yeah seventy million a year per school roughly so if you add in a new school they have to bring in at least seventy million dollars of value. There's not really the only ones left that do that are Oregon. Notre, not even like you don't think Oregon. No, Oregon's that big of a draw anymore. No, I guess I guess really since Mariota, right? Like they've been really irrelevant, and they're propped up as Nike money, which keeps their athletic department running. But they don't have a candidate, Bo Nix. They don't have. Well, I mean, he's going to lose to Graham Mertz, but (laughs) Grammy Heisman, baby. Really? Um, I got. So yeah, that's on. interesting. That'd be interesting because you're right. Notre Dame is is a cash cow, and that makes sense. And also, geographic. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter for the Big Ten anymore. They're all over the country now. But right, I mean, um, that's out the window. What they're gonna try to do with Oregon and Washington? They're gonna try Oregon school. Wa- no, they're not gonna Oregon and Washington. If they come, they're probably not getting the full seventy million. They'd have to split it. Yeah, well, because they're not—they don't add thirty-five a piece. They don't add one hundred and forty k a year in TV contract money. But you could bring those jerseys into your into your conference. Hey, filling the game in the jersey market. They're good. Hey, they got good jerseys. The dream scenario, but they're they're killing it in the jersey department. The dream scenario for the Big Ten is somehow convince Notre Dame, and then get UNC and UVA. And UNC maybe, would be huge. Right. I mean, Drake Mays is stud too, but I don't like, you know, I know Duke football is not, but I, they're, and they're not going to bring in 70 million, but they're an interesting like bargaining chip in this. They're, they don't, it's all about markets. They don't, they don't have the alumni. So the, base. So the ACC, if you, get, then, if you get, if you get UNC, Duke is irrelevant. True. Very true. Like, but so then if you go so the ACC then becomes Virginia well no okay we'll say let's say the big tech gets Virginia becomes Georgia Tech Clemson Florida State for right now Duke well it's it's not even worth listing no, that out because if, if one if leaves one of them goes, leaves five it's over leaving, it's gonna yeah, it's fall. over and I really Tech's do think gonna, it's gonna Virginia, be like yeah. whoever, if Virginia goes Big Ten, then Virginia Tech's going SEC. 
Oh, well, Tech doesn't want to play in the SEC. Virginia's hurt. I think one's getting poached by one. The other's going to the other. I don't think – I think Virginia Tech would probably end up in the Big 12. They don't want to play in the SEC. First of all, the SEC – You're going to be phased out then money-wise. Well, actually, they would just become – they would just become the Mississippi State of the SEC. Right. But they could the still SEC. beat Mizzou. True, and maybe and Kentucky. The issue, with and that, the issue with expansion is they have to bring enough value to pay for themselves, and there's only a couple schools that can do that. The SEC is – Virginia Tech, It frankly, it doesn't do that. But no. they bring more than Vandy and big, Mizzou. Ten, and like, yeah, but, but Vandy's got Vandy, and we're I know we're talking. Out. I know we're talking unless you start kicking teams out of the conference. Football, but baseball is a huge draw. I mean, it's not football money. It's not football money. It's I not, understand it's, that. It's not. But it pays for itself essentially. Right. Yeah, I, it people probably does not make revenue money. at any of these schools. No, baseball it's, doesn't. No, no. Dude, the only fo- revenue generating sports is oh, baseball right. and football, and basketball right. doesn't even generate revenue at. It's like seventy percent of all Division One schools basketball doesn't generate revenue. Yeah, I, I mean that makes sense. That's, that's why you know, management degree, son. That a boy, a boy. It's all, all, it's all football. And yep. the SEC's issue with expansion is they're all in with ESPN. ESPN would need to give them more money to make it make sense. ESPN, they don't really have money to throw around on anything right now. That's part of the reason the Pac-12 can't get a deal done. They can't. Well, even they're, pay their journalists. No, yeah, they, they can't, can't even they... keep their people. So well, and they add McAfee, which. We can leave the bell. Uh, McAfee I'm, gets more annoying by the day. I am out on McAfee now, man. People forget. People forget McAfee was not a punter in college. McAfee was a kicker. A kicker. And he had one of the biggest choke jobs of all time in his senior year. He cost West Virginia. That's why he had to switch to punting. He cost West Virginia West Virginia lost to Pitt. And because in part because McAfee missed two field goals. From like thirty to forty yard range. Did and we all see if he makes one of those, McAfee? they would have won. Which one? People forget he was the biggest, one of the biggest chokes of all time. I just think him moving to ESPN. Choking is... his tweet game too. Did you see his tweet about the? Um, someone tweeted about who the hell let Michigan State wear these uniforms? Oh, it was, what, it was, I, I didn't the see green with the neon green pants. Yeah, they're hor- they're horrible. And but McAfee I, I thought it was it. a good idea to tweet. Rumor has it Larry Nasser was on the design team, which like isn't even funny. Yeah, and everyone was raging, and they were like, "Dude, they were like, that's not even like a funny joke. Like, why would you? Say How do you that? not get canceled for that? I mean, I, and by the way, this is a very anti-cancel culture podcast. But that one was just. How like, does ESPN keep funny. that deal? That is that he is irritating as now. I mean, he's so irritating. Like, and he's just. I don't know. That's not what we're talking about. But anyways, um, yeah, college football. And, and you got to think, too, that the SEC is going to come to a point where they go, why the hell are we dragging Kentucky, Mississippi State, Vandy with us? Like, we could just cut them out, and that's more money in our pocket. So, I don't know. Um, but we are getting – I think we're creeping closer and closer and closer to yeah. a couple of school, – ten schools picking up the phone oh, and going, yeah. let's just play each other. Like, well, and it's like, not. It's not the. It's not the first time that's been a concern. You go way back in expansion. The first real modern round of Big Ten expansion was when they added Penn State. That almost didn't get approved 
because they needed seven out of the 10 votes to approve it. Right. Northwest, Northwestern was originally going to vote against it because they were worried they were going to get kicked out to keep it a 10. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just, it's going to be so interesting over the course of the next few years to see what it does. Even at the playoff going to 12 teams. Right. 12? Yeah. 12 teams. Like that's yeah. going to be an interesting part of this too, because it's, you know, there's a chance that eight of those teams come out of the same conference. I mean, seriously, there really yeah. is. I mean, and that, well, you look, do have the auto bids for now. True, but also, hot. Oh, don't don't let them get hot. But uh, I don't know if anyone the, about that. The aspect of it is also too is like you still want the best to play the best. Who gives a shit about the conference? You know, so I mean, it'll well, be interesting. It's, it's if it gets much bigger, these conferences, it's going to become unmanageable. Like it's not. Well, it's not. You have to split is, it into subcon. Well, the you got across the country, which I get, but also now, like, it's going to be interesting to watch USC and UCLA have to come to New Jersey to play Rutgers and get, like yeah, that yeah. is going to be so interesting to watch. And they got to come play a snow game. At, you know, like that part of it, I am excited for because that will be interesting. Yeah. Well, and that is, you still get enough. I like where it's at. I don't really, unless it's Notre Dame and someone else, I don't want the Big Ten to expand anymore as a Big Ten fan. Because, like, this last round, I kind of think it's cool if it can stop there because you have USC and make it work. Because USC and UCLA, those are two schools you get excited to see on the schedule. And, you know, it definitely, it's obviously a great TV deal. That's good for all the programs. But also, my Badgers still will get to play Minnesota and Iowa every year. Like those, we'll still play Ohio State, Michigan, you know, all the Illinois, all those other teams frequently enough that it's still you still keep those traditions. Right. It almost just enhances it and increases the amount of money you have coming in. It's part of the reason they were willing to go out and pay the big bucks for Luke Fickle. Right. No, I think it'd be good. I think it'd be interesting. Um, also, SCC, I don't know how I forgot about South Carolina, but um, like, what are we doing with that? But anyways, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. I do think Saban, Saban picks up the phone maybe this offseason and goes, this bullshit. you know, what do we need to do to bring, you know, I don't know that Ohio State could leave the Big Ten, but, you know, Ohio State, Michigan, and just come on, like let's well, just go. Let's take our ball and let's run with it because that's not going to happen because they are locked in these TV deals and Ohio right. State. It's... All those schools are making plenty of money as it stands. It's the right. schools who are. If you're in the Big Ten or the SEC, you're going to be fine. If it's the school, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So they, there's no incentive for that. They're very happy to meet each other in the playoffs. Also, Ohio State's making more money per year from TV than Alabama. Every I believe it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm juiced up for college football. I said, I'm just juiced up for football. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, everyone's favorite segment. Yep. MLB pitch clock. Someone got a timer. Um, yeah, I can get it. Baseball is just so electric. I love baseball. I will say, in our month break, I've gotten pretty into watching. I watch the Rays every single day now. Yeah. Yeah. I went up to Philly. Um, I saw that. Beer yeah. Bag. Yeah. Those are sick. They were the NLCS ones, too. It was kind of sick. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll get one. Um, All right. 
This I will say this before we start this. Live baseball is awesome. Live, yeah, live baseball great, is great. Dude, the pitch clock is great. It's so great. Yeah, the game was so great, fast. Great and it was great. It, yeah, <laughs> it's great. Great um, too. All, all right. right. All right. Should I should I start us off as always? You should start us off. Three, two, one. The Rays were good, and then they were bad, and now they're back to being good again. <laughs> uh, the Mets have punted. They traded Scherzer and Verlander away. Yep, Verlander to the Astros. Again. Back home. Yeah, it's a um, lot of trade deadline news. Ooh, to tease it as 100th career home run. That was cool. Ellie De La Cruz rules. He's awesome. Uh, Otani's going to be the first $600 million baseball player, probably. Yep, and that is time. Great, great. That's all you get. That's all you get. That's all you need. See you next week. The fastest segment <laughs> in sports podcasting. It truly is. It truly is the fastest segment. What a good segment. All right. That is the halfway mark for us. We got middle segment this week. We're just going to go. We're going to break down a lot of NFL uniform news, a lot of throwbacks. My birds back in their Kelly Green, finally. Uh, we're going to discuss all that, drank them. I'm sure we'll all agree on everything, as always. Let's get into it. All right. So, a lot of throwback uniforms coming out. The two sh- We finally get, you can have two helmets now. It took a year of development from Nike, apparently, for a lot of these. But they're out. Um, the Browns adding a white helmet to their existing throwback uniform uh, to more accurately replicate it. Uh, the Vikings uh, going with just their older purple throwbacks, uh, keeping the helmet pretty much the same. Jets with uh, throwback to the 90s. Eagles bringing back the classic Kelly Green with the silver wings on the helmet. And then the Buccaneers, of course, with the creamsicles. I know Kyle likes those. Already surprised ordered not one. Wearing... Yep. Okay. I figured it just, I'm like, I'm surprised he's not wearing it already. Um, and then the Titans switching, bringing the Oilers back, which is just a much better team name. And just all kinds of much... weird at the same time. So weird. Well, they were... I'm with you. It, it's you bizarre. see they're wearing them against the Texans? Yeah. yeah that's awesome. I think I they, that, they should yeah. put it up like a little stakes of the game. Winner gets to have the uniforms. I yeah. like that. That would be awesome. Also, how got... disrespectful would it have been is if they wore them in Houston. And then, yeah. And then we got those, uh, the Seahawks bringing back the classic silver helmet. Um, and, and the Pats went back to like periodic. Yeah, they're reds with the, the helmet's sick. White. The helmet's, the helmet's sick. cool. The helmet's cool. The jerseys or whatever. Um, yes. um, all right. Someone go. Uh, we'll go three to one. Top three. I'm happy to start. Remember, yeah, start us off. The third is Just... the Browns white jersey with the white helmet. You think that's your third pick? That's my. Th- that's that's number three in my top three. It's so clean looking. Like I'm up. Obs- I, I mean, I hate the Browns, but I'm obsessed with the helmet. You loved them a year ago. Well, two years ago. Now. Baker, two years yeah. ago. It's been a long time. It's been yeah, a long those, time. I like those. I honestly think it looked – I wish they'd done a thinner stripe 
on the white helmet. Yeah. Like that. Like I almost think the orange helmet with the thin stripe and the numbers they used last year worked better. It was it's pretty more sick. Like throwback vibe. Yeah. It's sick either way. But I'm a sucker for that all white. It just that that doesn't make the list for me. Uh-huh. Neither, neither of me. I think yeah. that's the one. That's right. why I had it first. Yeah. Are we just doing threes my, across the board? Yeah, just go yeah, my, three, threes, and then my, we'll go to two. My third, it's the uh, Nashville Oilers. <laughs> I they're cool. I just, I you know, they're they're very cool. I just think where they are with this is, I just can't support the Titans right now. I just can't do it. I, it is it. it is bizarre. It's just such a great. It's great. Like, col- that color blue is awesome. I mean, it's a team name that I wish never went away because yeah. it's mm-hmm. so cool. It's a great team yeah. name. Yeah. Oh, your number three. Henry's not gonna like me, but my number three is the Eagles. The they Kelly made, Green. They made, they made my top three. There's wow. a lot of good uniforms. I, I, the problem is for me, my top three are so tight. Yeah. It's just yeah. it's like that. Like it it's that close. My top my top four really are so tight. What's like, your fourth? I, I mean humor me. What's your fourth? Well, that was spoil. Oh, that's fair. Okay. Oh yeah. I'll give you yeah, we can do that I'll mention at the end. Um yeah. I don't I I like I think the, the, the Kelly Green helmets are what make it for me. That yeah. those helmets are so sick. I could take her leave the jersey. I think. I think I'm probably with you there. But the classic, the classic eagle holding the football logo on the that's shirt. sick. It's the helmet for me, honestly. You don't like the helmet. It's just I think the jersey is so good. The jersey, is really it, good. it's so clean. It's just that Kelly green, and it's got the eagle on the side, which looks great. That yeah. I think the helmet actually doesn't do it justice. Wow! If it was the white wings, it's the silver wings that just don't do it for me. Yeah, but yeah. they match the. I I like this. But again, wings. I'm I'm ticky tack complaining about right. that because I do right. still I do still like the helmet. It's yeah. it's a good thing when we're doing perfect trees and we're like bitching about the smallest detail. Like, like, no, nah, yeah, I don't like, like that. The like, release videos, like, like the release videos, that Eagles one was probably a one one if we were doing how they released yeah. their uniforms. Oh, because the, the background was sweet, and then even the way they played it off with the like when yeah. they got leaked and they were like. Figure you guys would want the the high quality photos of these. Yeah, yeah. Figured, yeah dude, like, their, their, their social media like, killed that. Yeah, their exact yeah. tweet was like, "Figured you guys seen enough low resolution photos of these." It was so sick. Yeah, it was well done. That. that was that was a one one in release videos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my number two is the cold jerseys. Classic, tried and tested. They're so they're so sick. Um, Who? It's what. Who did you say? Which one? The Bucks. Oh, oh. I thought he said the Colts. No, they don't. They're absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I hate their alternate jersey where they just took ripped off dude. Yeah, absolutely not. It's a trash not the organization the at this point. We're it is a trash organization. We're gonna get into that later. Yeah. Uh, but the Bucks creamsicles are are just tried and tested. They're so sick. Um, that's definitely my number two. Also, I love yeah. that they're put back in the Nike form. Yeah. Like I like that they're Nike jerseys too. Like that part of it's so sick for me too. My my number two, I gotta go with the Seahawks. I it's a classic look. Wow. It's 
it just screams like the older logo with the like more vibrant blue and green colors. It just such a Pacific Northwest. It fits that it, it fits that team and that part of the country so well. It's such a good and jersey. And I also think it's great colors, like the brighter blue, the brighter green, the silver. It it just works so well for Seattle. I think that the Seahawks have the best jersey selection in the league. Between well, you those and the vault green, if you could, I would have. But between those blue and the vault green, I that's that those are the. They've got the best jerseys in the NFL. Yeah, I won't waste we, much time. Henry, I agree. My my second one was the Seahawks. Really? That's, see, that's that's how it beat out the Eagles to me was just that Seahawks. So I'll it, even it, we can speed Seattle it up so well. We can yeah. speed it up. That's my number one. Oh, the Seattle. That, that might be fun. Yeah, uh, they're they're so sick and I'm a sucker for any like Seahawks jerseys. I just. There's something about them. I just yeah. the the logo, everything about. I just love. I just I love it. So that's my number yeah. one. My one. I mean, you guys could have guessed this. It's the Eagles, Kelly Green. Yeah. I we've talked about them a lot already. I just the old Eagle logo with the football on its tail and it's on just huge bird. It's guy. so it is huge so bird guy. It is so so good. It is and a good I'm, jersey. Henry so, the most aggressive go birds. Go birds, go <laughs> birds, baby! Yeah, and um, obviously my one one is you know Bucko Bruce. Gotta yeah. have, gotta have the Bucks, baby. Yeah, so Kyle, I, Kyle Trask looks like an absolute man unit, a man rocket in those uniforms. Yeah, that was, that was, a, that was my really, honorable mention. Yeah, there, there aren't really any bad one. I mean, the Viking one is those whatever. The Vikings fine. It's just not Jets, much. The Jets are kind of bad. I don't. I don't like the Jets. But it's well, so simple. The yeah. Patriots one is is. I, I love the helmet. I could take or leave the jersey. Have you guys seen yeah, the rumors about the Patriots? Which thing? So later in the year, they're keeping their normal helmets, but they're bringing back the Drew Bledsoe Patriots on the shoulders. Oh, that's sick. That's gonna be. I can get behind jersey. that. I can That'll get behind be that. But it's not a throwback because they're not using the other helmet. Interesting. Why don't yeah, they just yeah. let them have a million helmets? Who cares? College let can do, do it, and college loses money on all athletics. Just let them do it. Everyone should have a black. Everyone should have a white, and then everyone should have their team. Like, what, what are we doing? I like. Doing? I kind of like the pick two idea. Like, make you. I like having I mean, you make number. choices. Yeah. Like, like Oregon. Their brand is having no brand at this point, really. It's true. Like their brand, their brand is just is throwing swish. interceptions and looking cool. Yeah, yeah. And like, Bo Nick like, a Heisman Street. Like I think two helmets is the perfect number. Some teams you can make a case for three, but one to two how like two is great because it lets you have the throwback options, but also it's instantly recognizable. You look at the hat, you know who's playing. True. Very true. Perfect world. In a perfect world, I would have three helmets. I would have an alternate, a home, or like a home regular helmet, yeah. and then a league-approved throwback. Yeah, so you can't I think just throw back be... and be like, "Oh, we used to wear this." Like, but it should in go. It should world like you wouldn't let yeah. the Titans. Wear it should go in. Yes, but it should go in groupings too. Like every year, you can't wear like every year they let a new team get a throwback, and then they all have them. And then, like, the next year roll out, like, a black helmet or something. And then, like, slowly integrate it into the league. So, I don't know. I just think, I think if, it's cool. Everyone's gonna I'm have, glad that they're doing it. If everyone has a black helmet, why have one at that point? 
I just think, have you ever seen the, like on Twitter or Instagram, like the guy does the, the mock-ups of team logos in black? That's literally yeah, all, just, of, all of Luke's Twitter is just. That's all my Twitter is. Uniform ever I love put into black. Luke, that's Luke all my Twitter Volt. is. Luke wants Volt in black, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. Like, so want, everyone man, needs a Volt jersey, Luke's is whatever just their primary porn. is. These fashion, <laughs> these fashion decisions have not changed since middle school across. No, they haven't. Nope. No, they have not. Luke just is that meme where it's the guy sweating trying to figure out what me- decision he wants. It's all black. Volt. Volt. That's yeah, it. Those are the only two options. Sweating, yeah. going. I don't what know. What are you going to choose? Yeah. No, but but even in college, like there are teams with a ton of helmets. I prefer the teams that have one or two, like. Your gators, Kyle, the orange with the script gators, like you instantly know. Oh yeah. Instantly well, they should bring back the, the gator skin helmets, right, Kyle? See the amount of that's times that's the worst jersey that, that's ever been made. The amount that's of times what in college that Luke asked our lacrosse coach if we could get a vault helmet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I did that. I did ask. I tried to get the I guess the third color was neon. So I was like, fuck it. Like and it, and it I gotta get some neon. neon in this shit. It was Luke not tried neon. harder than anyone I've ever met to really play on that headstrong theme. Oh Luke tried, tried to have so neon hard. shorts, neon shooters. Oh, no. neon I tried everything. so hard. And it, it turns out Kyle's right. It was the third color is not neon. It's <laughs> not what that color Luke's is. Luke's like driving on the highway and they're doing construction and he's like like that's that, that is awesome. That jersey, yeah. No, yeah. Want, He's like, yeah. When they got like down the, the window, yo, can I get dude. one of those? Where'd you get that? <laughs> hey, <laughs> throw it in my car. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do nice. love, I do love those colors. Uh, yeah, but I will say that I'm super happy that the NFL is doing something. You know, yeah. It is cool. I do like the idea, and they're making just another what. 300 400 million in jersey sales now too like eagles fans all parties were winning this eagles fans were tailgating just... the team shop to get them yeah yeah i i'm I... I won't put that in my happy hour heroes anymore but the fact that the one guy literally was quoted on the news saying yeah i have an mri that i'm skipping to wait in line to get a jersey that's you know what yeah. that is that's that's the eagles fan base that's just little, little, the best little fan shout base. out right there the city of philadelphia for the second week in a row, I, I, dude, you, you are guys, on my happy hour hero list because you guys are great. Incredible. You guys are so great. They they might just some never change, Philly. Never change. Yeah, they might not be the, the best, best people to be around at times, you know. But damn, they stay true to themselves. They do. They do. They love their sports and rebuilding highways. Um. Yep. All and right. People. And mugging people. Um, but who doesn't? Who doesn't love a good mugging? I will say Philly's a fun city. Philly is a fun city. Um, go birds. Go birds. Uh, All right. All right. Some uh, some anonymous for the yeah. Boys? Gotta go to happy hour. Well, Kyle's Kyle's a little eager to get to happy hour here, but we do have some NFL news to get through first. Uh, starting off, a lot going on. Obviously, some there's some scary scenes out of Cincinnati. Joe Burrow pulled up, got carted off. Sounds like he's going to be good to go. It, it officially, it was a calf strain. Yeah, that official. Okay, that's what it seems to be. You would know I, by now if it wasn't. Right, I saw that video of him getting carted off. I was like, oh my god, did he tear his ACL again? Because you I know, thought it was Achilles. No one reported. I thought he. I thought Achilles. it was so bad, but I'm it, glad. Yeah, the, the, the concern was Joe Achilles. Burrow in it. 
the yeah. FO is better with Burrow in it. So. Yes, absolutely. You never want to see any player get hurt in training mm-hmm. camp, especially a star like Joe Burrow, where it just completely alters the season. And in the contract year. Going. All intents and yeah. purposes, a contract year. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, mean it's not, gonna... I don't think it really is in his option. Yeah. He's, he's right. going to get it's not the same as a contract year for a running back, which yeah, what the hell? It's it's bad. Oh, it's it's unbelievable. How about the and I will just start it this way too. How about the Colts leaking the stuff about JT Jonathan Taylor's back that just wasn't true? They said right. that he came and reported that he had back issues, and then he went on Twitter. He's like, "What are you talking about?" Well, yeah, because they're trying to get out of paying him. They're trying to. I mean, the dude. They're trying to put him on the pup list, the pup list, so they don't have also, to pay him. So they're making up shit about his back. Ursa is kind of a dickhead. Ursa is kind of dickhead. That. Now that Snyder's gone, Ursa is the biggest scumbag. Well, and what's among funny the is is Ursa's got yeah. the ball rolling to get Snyder out. So, right. I don't know. I mean, I appreciate him for doing that, but it's like, dude, you're gonna. I do appreciate him. Left. Yeah, get that asshole out of here. I want to be the biggest asshole. And he he's. Staying true to it. And how about him? He brings his, you know, decked out RV and brings Jonathan Taylor on it for meeting. I thought that was bullshit. I thought that was like, you can't go, like, why is he not meeting you in a facility? And it's so upsetting, too, because Jonathan Taylor is so electric. I mean, he's so electric. And the fact that they're just, they're holding their ground. And, and also, I mean, I saw that he wanted $16 million a year. That's, That's the I mean, last report. He's all He's they have. Offense. He's all they have. It makes He's sense. All He's all the they have. He is their star player. You think Colts right now? I mean, I guess AR fifteen, but we don't. Uh. You mean AR five now? Yeah, I wish but he was staying fifteen. They're gonna so like that's gonna hurt his development a lot. Not having a reliable running back behind you. Yeah, and he's Taylor's. This is not. Jonathan Taylor's not the type of guy to be causing drama and requesting trades and stuff. Like he's been a team first guy. He works hard. He's a smart dude. Was originally yeah. gonna was originally gonna play football at Harvard before he ended up at Wisconsin. I didn't know that. Like uh, yeah, dude is very smart dude. Of course he was. Like he's not just being crazy. Like these aren't Jonathan Taylor's super fan. This isn't some Antonio Brown situation where he's showing up to training camp in a hot air balloon and causing problems. That's... No, but if we're going to rank best ways of going to training camp, I think that's one one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Or in a Brinks truck. Yeah. The Brinks truck ones were hilarious. Um, yeah. No, I, I think it's interesting. I also think that it's hilarious that everyone was like, Saquon's holding on and then Saquon signs a one year. It was like, yeah. okay, so what are you, what are you doing here? What are, what are you trying to accomplish? I don't get it. Well, get he it. was. They're trying to. He's in a his... tough situation. It's a tough situation to be in because you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like you either accept a deal that's either has no long term stability, or, or you don't play, or is below, or is well below your value, or you don't don't play and you lose out on the money for the year, right? And then, and we've know, seen no, it before, right? And there's no guarantee that the next year is going to be any better. Well, you know who's a great example is Le'Veon Bell. I mean, he was the ultimate example of holding out for you. I mean, he got his money. Let's not get that twisted. He got his money, but he just faded into irrelevancy so fast when he was when he was a Jet, and it was like, what happened here? Right. Um, and they know that. And Saquon wants. He said 
you know, I just his decision, he said it came down to he's like, I want to show through my play that you know, running backs are value. Are yeah, valuable. I like that, that, that we, Like, I like what he's doing. I hope it works out for him. But what would be terrible is if he got hurt. That would be right. And he's had awful. injury problems. I know. And that's my fear for him is is that he goes out and hurts himself and actually damages what they've been trying to do this off season. But that and it's like I was. I don't remember who it was. But I was reading something that's like, oh, you have to elevate your position and like deep they were talking about the Debo Samuel thing and it was right. like I I see McCaffrey being of these guys I think McCaffrey's the closest to Debo and I mean Saquon's electric don't get me wrong but you know it, it's just all very interesting and also like not to hijack it but like tight ends aren't getting paid as receivers when really it's like Travis Kelsey should be paid as a receiver not a tight end but it's all interesting yeah. I mean he also should be I do think it's special. Yes, he shouldn't do that. It's amazing sometimes that just the difference of personalities between Jason Kelsey and, and Travis. Yeah. What the fuck was that? Anyway, Travis, is, Travis is very Kelsey much the young. Travis Kelsey I like Travis Kelsey. Brother. Don't get me wrong. I like Travis Kelsey. I just like, there's this great yeah. list. Not we're off on a tangent, but there, I was going out doing, That's like, looking him. around for. First off, uh, for the show, there was a list. Then about the reporters in the NFL get me all the time. In order to do like to get more people who are older to the NFL top thirty over thirty, guys, <laughs> who's number one? It's like okay, so we're just moving goalposts now. <laughs> we're just how do we make the how do we make this narrative work for everyone? I just thought that was so funny. Yeah. Um, no, but the running back thing. I mean, Jim Irsay, congratulations, you made the list. Yeah. Um, so heads. I would like to. I'm not. I'm going to give him a chance. I'm not going to make any jokes about how you know he's a daddy's money fail son who you know was is just you know doing his drugs and has never accomplished anything on his own. But you're not going to say anything done, bad about all him. All he's done is fuck up a bad organization, take a good organization and make it bad. Yeah. I'm not going to really say, has. I'm not going to make, I'm not going to make any jokes about that this week. If he doesn't start treating my guy, Jonathan Taylor, a lot better. I might say it on next week's podcast. <laughs> I, I'll say it. Do you guys remember the story about Jim Mersey? I forgot which quarterback it was. Remember, he went to recruit at a house, and he, uh, they didn't – I forgot who it was. It's going to kill me. They didn't come to the Colts because Jim Mersey spent too much time in the bathroom, and this player's wife said it freaked her out. What the hell? <laughs> that did Jim Mersey move. He's in there just doing lines out there back in the back yeah. of their toilet. I'm not gonna make any jokes about no, no, we know lines. You know, if Josh I was McDaniels. Best... It was why Josh McDaniels didn't, <laughs> didn't become a coach for the Colts because Jim Ursay's hour-long toilet trips his wife. An hour? Oh my god. That dude was getting tough in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Or that dude had the absolute. Was it the hour or how he came out after the hour was up that freaked his life out more? I want to know what the bathroom was like out after more. that hour. Oh, God. It's, it's uh, like Jim Mersey's power hour. 
It's like the episode of the league where the the cocaine is pressed into the toilet seat and Taco just can't stop sitting on it. <laughs> That's what it was. That's what it was. That might be um, a new drinking game in Ursay Power Hour. Ursay Power Hour. And it's just every time he said, or it would it would just be every time he makes a bad decision. Fuck. Every time you turn on your phone. Yeah. Every time he speaks, other than the Dan Snyder stuff, he gets a lot of credit for me for that. It's Dan Snyder the worst. Um, yeah, he wanted to be no, the best say... something, and he had to be the best at being the worst. Other yeah. uh, training camp news. I don't know if you guys saw that. It was I saw it like right before we sat down to record, but uh, the Cowboys are a mess. Trayvon Diggs came over and yeah. told Dak to shut his bitch ass up or whatever. Um, the Cowboys are going to be – I hope the Cowboys are terrible. I really hope the Cowboys are bad. Dak has said um, he's not going to throw 10 picks this year. He's up to four so far in training camp. Also, I also – Dak is hammer, really good at throwing. Hammers over Dak picks. 10 picks. Yeah. Oh, hammer yeah. It. Oh, it's going to be great when he throws It might be the biggest, biggest that i put down – preseason in my entire life yeah i saw that line on twitter and i was like i gotta go find this i have to go find this i actually i have some breaking training camp news i just saw this just came across your team yes your team your quarterback looks great he's completing everything the offense is moving the ball efficiently and also your defense they look really good your least favorite team they're turning the ball over on offense. Their quarterback's throwing picks left and right. Also, the defense can't get a stop. <laughs> that was training camp uh, update that's, that's with training, Henry Hodges. That's the training camp news cycle <laughs> in a nutshell. Dude, I'm so sick of seeing people throw balls on nobody, and they're like, damn, that was a great throw. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, he's standing oh, there. Oh, yeah, it's so funny. Training right, camp is like, such a go. fun time. Yeah. I love it. Every, it's so everyone's good. team's going to win the Super Bowl. Exactly. Yep. Except the for yours. Looks... Yours right there is not. Yeah. Going. Yours is not going yeah, to. And you know we're talking to you. You're we're not going to win the Super you. Bowl this year. Yes. <laughs> but don't worry. The rest of you, you're going to win the Super the Bowl. The rest of your teams are going to win it, though. We're going to have the first year where 32 teams win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Except no, for you. Yours lose Except it. Except for you. Your team won't. Except for yours. 31 other teams are going to win it. Um. <laughs> But yeah, uh Hall of Fame game tomorrow. Um Wasted Wagers is back. Uh, I've got the under 33 and a half. Baby. Probably right. take the over. But yeah, I just thought I'd think that hey, Luke. Over. I'm gonna keep a running tally of this All of right. my picks this year. So yeah, just figure out if your up units or down units at the end of the season. Yeah. Down. I'll, but I'll yeah, take, I already think the down. Yeah, yeah I can I'll take it. Yeah. I already um, I'm trying to come up with some some season long bet that I have with the podcast listeners. Back like, over, back over week. ten picks. That is well, that's the safest bet that's ever existed in sports. Yeah, that's I like mean, betting that's... the that's like betting the under in the Iowa Iowa State in the side. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which one of it... Iowa's kickers did, as it turns out. Yeah, 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 um, and their and their quarterback. Yeah, my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, um, happy hour heroes. Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah. All right, Luke, what's your happy hour heroes and zero? Uh, my happy hour hero, the boys are back. Um, feel like a cheap one, but I'm happy to be back after our uh after our little break there. Um, shout out Damian Lillard. Um 
but yeah, I'm happy to be back, fellas. Uh, it's good to be back in a new cycle where there's a lot to talk about and not sit here and review episodes of FUBAR. I was uh, just thinking about FUBAR. Yeah. Someone told me the other night it was one of the best shows they watched. I got up and left the table. I was like, I can't. That's the I don't only think reasonable response at that point. I don't think I trust you. <laughs> uh, my happy hour. I don't have happy hour zero this week. I don't have one. You don't often. I'm just, I'm happy to be back with the boys. He's a positive guy. I'm happy to be with the boys. All right, I'll go. Happy hour hero. Uh, Christopher Nolan has done it again. I went and saw Oppenheimer uh, last week. Don't spell that. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, Have you, neither of you have seen it yet? No, No, I've seen it. it. You've seen it? I'll go see it. I'll go see it this weekend. I I don't want to spoil anything, but the Americans win the war. (laughs) Well, I don't need to see it now. Spoiler alert, the bomb works. The bomb yeah. does its job. The greatest, the greatest spoiler of all time. That reminds me in middle school, car pulling back from CYO basketball. Um, I don't know if you were in the car for this one, Kyle, but it was when Lincoln had came out. No, we did this and... in the theater. No. Uh-oh, Lincoln was... in the theater? <laughs> one of our friends goes... Not to spoil, like he goes, oh, spoil, like I didn't like how he died in the end. <laughs> no, that was Henry. We saw that in theaters. Yes, we did. And and I yelled before the movie started. Spoiler alert: He dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the first time Lincoln appeared on screen. Oh my god! This was separate from that. It was someone else who had seen it. I'm not going to name drop him on here. They go, yeah, I just, you know, it was kind of sad how he died at the end. And- <laughs> That's what would you expect? What'd you expect? But go see Oppenheimer. Oh, well. haven't already. Oh, yeah. Really well see, done. I'll go see it. Happy, happy Hour Zero? Happy Jinx? Hour Zero? It's Jim Irsay. <laughs> and it will continue to be Jim Irsay until Jonathan Taylor is paid or traded to a team that will pay him. <laughs> Not making jokes. Not making any jokes about it. No. No jokes. This is just a warm-up. That's how the warm-up. This is just the lay line right now. You don't want to have no jokes. This is the game. We haven't haven't taken our warm-ups off. Our our snap pants are still on. (laughs) Exactly. I'm just casually getting some shots up. But look out, Jim Mercer. Figure it out. You You come after my boy, Jonathan Taylor. You are coming after me in this entire podcast, and you do not want that because I'm going to make some really funny and really mean jokes about you to all of our listener. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, that's hard to top, but um, my happy hour hero is the movies. You know, Henry alluded to it, but mm. Oppenheimer was great. I did the double header. Saw Barbie uh, too. Barbie. Yeah. And honestly, Good. like there are a lot of people like bashing it online, like trying to make it political. Like both of these movies, like there's a bunch of nerds that are like, Yeah, yeah. They're they're like, oh, this is this, and this is like, hey, let's just shut up and enjy a movie. Like it's it it. funny. Like it, Barbie was yeah. funny. Like, you know, I'll right. is it worth I need to see it. Is it worth seeing? Well, I oh, think oh, oh, Barbie's always worth seeing. I... Robbie's in it. Yeah. Well, I mean, Henry's I mean, favorite you know, character. Yep, Henry did. 
His snake draft is favorite characters. Lawnmower Guy Robbie. Ahead of his time, he had Barbie. Hell, he he had Barbie in it too. I thought it. I knew it was going to be good before it came. You out. did it. You said it. You said yep. it. Barbie was good. Um, all I can say is I am Knuff. That's all I got. Um, moving into my happy hour zeros, I got two of them. Uh-oh. Uh, my, my first happy hour zero is Lizzo. Oh, oh. I I saw that. Normally, I, I think um, much bigger numbers than zero when I think of Lizzo. Yeah, I didn't know which way to phrase it. Is is it is your happy hour zero just Lizzo because she did that, or, should, or is the yeah. happy hour zero the ability to force your backup dancers on your tour to eat a banana out of a stripper's ass? <laughs> wild. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You can choose to look at it either way, either forcing them or the happy hour. They zero wanted to forcing your. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 one of the craziest things I've ever heard. Of the golf cart, (laughs) when she sat on the back of the golf cart. Happy hour zero is that someone reminded me. Someone reminded me um, on Twitter. I got sent a tweet or X. Sorry, X. Now, Um, (laughs) that should have been my happy hour zero. Should have been mine. Yeah, should have been mine too. Um, do you remember when someone sent the tweet that said, uh, I got a solution for Iran and it was dropping Lizzo out of a plane? Oh, shit. I haven't seen that one. And, it, and then Lizzo responded, too much negativity on this app. I'm logging off. And they said, remember when this guy made a meme that made Lizzo quit Twitter? <laughs> what a... F- uh- Oh my god, I don't even know what to say about that. That's crazy. <laughs> my, my last happy hour zero is just one we can all relate to is moving. Oh god, yep. yeah. You know, moving out of out of my apartment and dude, moving sucks. Moving's the yeah, worst. You always have too much stuff. You never have enough room in any trucks. It multiple trips, dude. Moving sucks. Moving sucks. There's nothing yeah. fun about moving. There's it's only even so like... much you can bribe buddies with pizza and beer. Oh, before, before yeah. even they say, I'm not doing this anymore. I can't. Yeah, because, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. You have to find buddies who haven't moved that much. Once yeah, they've done it a couple hard of times. That's to do they... when you're in college because everyone usually moves every yep. year. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I can just get myself pizza and beer. And... Yeah. I, and, I can and do that and I don't move. have to move. It's right. like, oh. I don't have to. Well, good luck with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, I, uh... I, would, I would absolutely come help you if. I live nearby. Me too. Me too. Oh, I'd bring the truck sure. over. Totally, totally would. Uh, Absolutely. I'd bring the truck if I over just, and I'd help. It's, I, you know, I it just it hurts me a little that I can't be there to help you move. Because that's that's <laughs> the type of friend I am. Yep, you do it for. You wouldn't even do it for pizza. No, I would do it just out of the just to help out your heart. Just yep. just because you care that much. Yep. Well. At least we got Lizzo, guys. We do have Lizzo. Yeah. Um, I can't even... So it's like multiple separate... Like, the banana is separate from the her fat-shaming people, right? Yes. Two different yes. issues. Yes. Two different, Two different issues. issues. Yes. But two hysterical issues. I mean, just, like, make yourself... Make yourself more memeable. Like, go ahead. Keep helping everyone. How fat do you have to be that Lizzo's fat-shaming you? Uh, but not even that also just like i mean are we talking beluga whale like what the hell oh good god also like 
too much negativity and then she bounces and starts doing that shit it's like okay pick a lane pick a yeah. lane yeah and i just all of our jokes it's we're just trying to obviously we don't condone fat shaming we were just trying to show how you know it feels bad yeah and, and how how ridiculous help her, it is help that... her not fat shame anymore and yeah. how easily you could end a middle eastern country <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't we're joking about that i know a lot of our listeners are from there yeah we love you guys. never we will keep Lizzo far far away from you yes we got it we can we promise that all three of us and maybe 45 others will do whatever it takes yeah we will we... keep Lizzo to the ground <laughs> We will keep this her is, away. This is why I go to the gym. <laughs> we go to the gym strictly to hold Lizzo to the ground. It's all we do. It's all we do. Our workout regimen. Like that's actually why we had a month long break. It's like <laughs> we had to get right with that. Do you know how many like how long it takes up. to find enough people to hold Lizzo down? <laughs> it's like it's like Prometheus, where he has to like hold up the world oh. or the or the rock or whatever it is. Definitely. Yeah, he's not holding up Lizzo. He's just holding up the world. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Well, it's good to be back. Uh, that wraps up this episode. We'll see you guys next week. Kind of hungry for a banana. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Too bad you're helping me move. I got a couple. <laughs> and a fun way to eat them. <laughs> yeah, I got a nifty trick. Is it where you uh, open it from the bottom instead of the top? Oh, I open it with my bottom, all right. <laughs> all right, before we get in more trouble, this is another episode of Sideline Zoda. Stop the recording. Stop the recording. Stop it. You got to stop it. <laughs> Feel boy, baby, do a leap and make them dance when it come on. Everybody looking for a dance, throw the run on. If you want to run away with me, I know a galaxy and I can take you for a ride.